You're listening to The Catalyst with Samantha Chris, where we explore the inner workings of embracing the unknown, from ordinary daily habits to extraordinary measures. Get ready, we're about to ignite change and inspire action. Welcome back, everyone. I am your host, Samantha Chris, and with me today is Laura Wiseman. Laura is an entrepreneur, social media brand strategist, partner at Spinco Montreal, and she's committed to encouraging her network by covering topics such as mindset, motherhood, and business. She's on a mission to fulfill her life's purpose by creating a community that uplifts, empowers, and inspires others around the world. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited. I'm excited to have you. I have known you for a few years now, and I met you at a time, I think, where you were really stepping into entrepreneurship and creating a name for yourself. And it's been so cool to see you step into this next chapter. You recently undergone one of life's biggest changes, and you became a mother. How has it been balancing work and being a new mom? It has been the most beautiful, yet the craziest transition of my life, but the one that I am the most grateful for. It has taught me more than I could ever imagine my whole life. It has given me a new sense of purpose. However, at the same time, throughout this process, I really feel like I've never lost myself. Mm. My goals, my visions have always been the same. It's just that they're almost even clearer now with her in the picture. And, you know, the change that I want and where I want to go with the rest of my life is even more purposeful with a bigger impact now that she's here because I want to make her so proud. So it's been really interesting balancing the new work mom life balance with COVID. So I could definitely dive into that if you want. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're going to, we're definitely going to dive into it. I want to selfishly start here because this is something that as you know, a woman with no kids, I look at new moms who are kind of doing it all. And I love that you said that you haven't lost lost yourself in this process, because it's something that I'm honestly a little afraid of when I think about having kids, when I think about starting a family, and I think about everything that I've worked so hard to build and the career trajectory that I'm on and the goals that I have. I'm like, oh, gosh, how can I like, how can I do it all? And so what if, what are some of the things that you've done to not lose yourself in this process and to, you know, even find yourself even further? So first of all, that is a real fear. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to say that that is the thing I was most scared of. Um, and I was really intentional about the fact that throughout my pregnancy and, you know, and when I found that I was pregnant and so on that I really didn't want to lose myself. And the reason why is just like you, everything that I've worked for, everything that I'm working on, um, is truly aligned with a core purpose inside of me. And I never want that part of me to go away because it's really who I am at the same time. I know that if I'm devoting time and energy to staying who I am, that I'm just going to show up so much better for my daughter. And Mm -hmm. she's going to see that part of me, which I really want her to see. So how to not lose that is honestly, number one, all mindset, all mindset. Because if you have it in your mind, how you're going to navigate through this, you're going to be able 
to continue in that trajectory. Of course, motherhood is a journey. First of all, it's my first, you know, she's my first baby. You don't know what you're doing. I'm no expert. You know, I couldn't have that much help throughout COVID at the beginning, especially, but you learn as you go and you make sure to carve out those moments that are for you, whether that is self-care, whether that is to work on yourself, personal growth, or continuing with your goals. Mm -hmm. Even if that is just one hour here and there at the beginning, right? The first few months are pretty crazy, as long as you don't disconnect from that part of yourself, it will continue to stay there. And for me now, it has grown even more. So when we were talking about, um, you know, how it almost helped me step into myself and level up even more, Mm -hmm. that's because now, you know, there's this beautiful little girl that, you know, I look at her and I'm like, oh my God, I made you. <laughs> She's like, no, but seriously, you're my baby. And I want to show her, I want to lead the way. And I want to show her that you could reach for your dreams. And it's at the end of the day, it's about your mindset. And then it's your execution. Key, key point. I think when we talk about mindset, it's really easy to lose sight of the fact that it needs there needs to be some action to follow, right? Like we can have the best mindset in the world, but in order for things to come to fruition, for our goals to become reality, it needs to be backed by a plan. And so what are some of the things that, you know, have contributed to this plan? I mean, you said kind of carve an hour or so whenever you can. And then when you've got that time, what do you do with it? Yes. Okay. So obviously it's been a journey. Like I said, a few seconds ago at the beginning, you know, the first few months are a little bit more difficult, but then you start to get into a routine or if you don't, you really need to. So it's very important that you do establish a routine for yourself and for your little one, because that's going to give you those pockets of time that you really, really need. So once you have that time, you know, we could speak about this a lot, Sam, you and I, but you need to know what your goals are, of Mm -hmm. course. And as a mom, multitasking work, mom, life balance, you need to start prioritizing now more than ever before. And I'm not going to lie. That is something that I would struggle with because everything I do, I love so much to my core that I want to do it all. Mm -hmm. However, all of a sudden I have such little time. So you need to prioritize, you need to set yourself a schedule and you really need to be regimented about it because if not, you're not going to be able to get to any of it. And your days are going to start becoming a blur because you're going to be exhausted because, you know, you're juggling all of your different roles. And of course that could be hard. I just want to say that there are some days that you're like super woman, super mom, super everything, and you're just flowing with everything. And there are some days where anything is just going to make it that whole to-do list or those goals is going to make it go out the window. And that's totally okay. Because with that, you need to surrender. Mm-hmm. I go between back and forth, like all week long. One day is, you know, super power mode. And another day is just today I'm surrendering. You know, all I could do is show up for her. And that's more than enough. Oh, so beautiful. You are no stranger to change. Not long before Chloe was born, you had gone into business with your now husband and then made the tough decision to leave that business because staying could have meant the demise of your relationship. What was that like? Wow. Okay. So I don't even know if I've ever really spoken about this, to be honest, but now that I get into it, I know, I know. I was like, wow, I've never really gone deep into this, but now that I look back at it, it has taught me so much. So first of all, I believe that any difficult situation that you're in in your life is there to teach you the most valuable lessons. And my mindset is I'm grateful for those situations. It was a beautiful journey though, working together and deciding to dive in together in the business 
was really, really great. But it also showed us that the dynamic of like coming home and being together and working together all the time, it was a lot, like Mm -hmm. it was a lot to handle. Our egos all of a sudden could come into play or in that kind of dynamic. I'm an ambitious person. And I just realized that I needed to stand, you know, in my, on my own two feet and really build my own pathway because Mm -hmm. this was a business that was already existing when I decided to come into it. It wasn't a brand new business, which I just want to mention that because that could be something that's different. If you Mm -hmm. decide to go into business with your partner and you're starting from scratch together, it could be a different dynamic. So deciding to get out of it and make that shift was really difficult. I'll be very, very honest because already Right before I decided to jump into that position, I was working in a non-for-profit event life and I absolutely was loving it. I knew that it wasn't for me in the long term, but at the current moment in my life, I loved it so much. Um, So just making the decision to work together already felt like a really, really big sacrifice. Mm. And then maybe two, three years later, I believe, realizing that it wasn't the right choice was kind of a hard pill to swallow, to be honest. So if I look back at that time, I struggled to get out of it. Mm. I knew I had to, but it took me a long time. I actually let it drag on for way too long. Um, sometimes you just got to rip it off and rip off the Band-Aid. And that's not what I did. I took It took me time to get out of that. But once I did get out, and I was completely on my own back to square one. I'm talking business and career life because, mm-hmm. you know, as my partner, our relationship completely blossomed and evolved. It made me look at, you know, everything that I'm doing. And it really gave me a clear path to where do I want to go next? And at the same time, it made me question my identity. But that's okay because I needed to go back through that difficult moment of not knowing what my next move is to then take those those steps to bring me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I think you touch on something that so many of us feel, particularly when we know that change is brewing, right? We know it's coming and we're like, this isn't working, but it's kind of okay. And I'll just see where it goes and I'll hang on a little bit longer. And then you're like, man, this is sucking my soul dry. Like something's got to give. So what was that catalyst for you when you realized like enough is enough? You know, if if we're going to make it as a couple, then we can no longer be business partners. Honestly, I think it was the dynamic. It was a combination of, first of all, so he has a kid's clothing company and it's also a family business. So his mom is involved as well. And we've actually grown to be able to work really well together. Um, But the catalyst was really the dynamic between our relationship at one point and also me wanting to blossom with my ideas, but both of us, you know, you could enter into some type of power struggle at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm being really transparent here, but that is true. So you have to figure out what is more important. And at that moment, obviously my relationship was more important. And I knew that me taking myself out and going on my own is going to give me, you know, all the, all the strength that I need. And I really just knew that at that exact moment. So you decided, okay, I'm going into business for myself. Did you feel supported in making that decision to leave his family business? Yes, I did. I totally did, which obviously makes it easier. However, I, when I left, I didn't have a clear path yet. I didn't know exactly where I was going. So that was the transition part, which was hard. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a big, big shift in my life. That's for sure. 
So you really yearned to kind of be on your own two feet. You landed on your own two feet. You're a business owner now, you're a brand strategist, and so much of your life is shared online. Do you ever feel that you're being judged for your lifestyle or your choices? So yes, of course. And that's a topic that I love to talk about because when I decided to start sharing online, I was someone and I am someone that battled with fear of judgment for Mm -hmm. a very long time. I remember I picked up the book, um, How to Not Give a Fuck. (laughs) Um, And I read it from A to Z and I was like, okay, I really need to tackle this fear that I have (laughs) because, you know, if I look back at myself, even when I was maybe 18 years old or 15 years old, I actually think I always wanted to have a blog and I always wanted to share. So this is something that innately was always in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to tackle that little by little. I started to read about it, do a lot of you know personal growth and development about it. And I needed that. And what helped is A, just starting like mm-hmm. just actually starting and be starting to surround myself with like-minded individuals that were in that space that made me feel like it was totally okay. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I remember when I started to share online that some of the people around me got uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it could be strange once you start shifting and changing. Sometimes people around you won't really understand that. So getting around like-minded individuals that are there to lift you up and support you, even if you just met them, is literally a game changer. So important and with any change, right? I think you nailed it and that the people we surround ourselves with make all the difference in our ability to lean into that change, but also to find ourselves in that process. And I think with people cheering you on um, and not only being cheerleaders in your corner, but really questioning you in a way that is non-threatening but rather really inquisitive really curiously I find when we're able to answer and we feel confident in our answers we get to know ourselves on an entirely new level absolutely and that has changed so much for my life so working on that particular fear has changed everything because Mm -hmm. it has allowed me to step up. It has allowed me to share parts of me that I would have been scared to share just because of the fear of judgment. But I could tell you right now on this day that I don't feel that and that I'm surrounded by such a beautiful, positive and supportive community. I am. It's crazy how grateful I am for every single person that is around me because they bring me so much energy and so much inspiration. So once you battle those fears and you really build that network and that community around you, I believe that sky's the limit because you're supported more than ever before. What about though in the moments where, you know, they're not alone, they're not around, sorry. Maybe you're alone, you're checking your messages and you get this comment or pick up on this vibe from someone and you don't have your community there, either in the house, um, online, and you're face to face or <laughs> screen to screen with something that you're like, what? Really? I mean, what are some of the, the tools you have in your tool belt to get through those moments? Because as much as you've learned kind of not to care what people think, I imagine some of the comments or some of the feedback can still be triggering. Absolutely. So of course, I still care. For me, when you have a deep innate fear of something, it's a constant journey. So I've, I, you know, I've tackled it, I've tackled it, I've tackled it, and I'm going to keep working on it probably the rest of my life, right? I'm just in a completely different space and I've evolved. However, 
of course these things affect you. And I am a very sensitive soul. I am an empath. I'm not the type of person that has like this crazy tough exterior. I can be hard and I am protective of myself, but still it could affect me. There was one the other day. It was on a topic that I was I really care about. So I was pretty triggered and very offended. And I just wanted to, you know, write back and get very upset at what they were saying. And then I took a second, I took a few deep breaths and I realized, okay, what is the core of this thing of what they were saying and what matters? And I realized it doesn't matter. And I just sent back so much love and I used, you know, whatever was brought up the way I needed to use it and reflected on that. So in my toolbox is one, Again, I'm going back to mindset because it really is all about your mindset. When you are good within yourself, these things will trigger you less and less, you mm -hmm. know? And even if they do, if you take a second, don't react, breathe into it, go do some breath work, you know, send love right back to that person. And then I, I honestly just moved on from it right after. But that comes with all your mindset practice and mm -hmm. really being comfortable within yourself and all of the self-love that you have as well. Oh, I love it. And you've channeled all this energy, positive mindset, self-love, confidence into helping others step out of their shell and into their power through your hosted events. I have had the absolute pleasure of witnessing the magic of these events firsthand. But for those who haven't attended, can you explain what they're about and why you started them? Yes. Okay. So a little background. Um, when I got out of, so I studied in finance. It's very random. I was in finance. And then when I got out of university, I was in a marketing agency, a marketing experiential marketing agency, and I worked in large scale events for years. So that was like my go-to agency life. Um, and I actually only had left because I, you know, had a burnout from that. And maybe we'll get into that later, but I loved what I was doing and bringing people together through events was something that I was super passionate about. However, it was different because it was for brands. And right now with the pandemic that we're living um, and being very isolated, I wanted to find a way to bring my communities together outside of just, you know, screen to screen. And even if, like you said, we are screen to screen on Zoom, I wanted to connect on a deeper level where we could see each other, where we could share with each other. And like I mentioned before, when I started stepping out, I needed a like-minded community to help me level up. And that is exactly why I wanted to do this. I wanted to offer the exact same because I think the more we are supported, the better. And like we said before, sometimes it's a stranger that's going to come in and completely shift your mind. So my why for doing this was really bringing people together, giving everybody a chance to network through these difficult times, giving us a chance to spread positive energy and just make an impact. And you're doing that on a on a significant level. I mean, it's not just networking and it's not just connecting with new like-minded people. It's sharing. It's about getting vulnerable and about walking out of there feeling like you're not alone and that you've got support and actionable tools that you can put into practice that same evening, you know, to move forward in the direction that you want your life to go, which is so powerful. 
Well, first of all, thank you so much. Like that actually warms my heart. Um, and you know, it means a lot to me. So yes, they're on a monthly basis. So they're once a month and you were a guest on it. And I'm so grateful to have had you. So I have guests that come on and it is really to go deep and to share exactly like you said. So at the end of the event, there's a Q&A portion. And honestly, that is the most impactful part of it because people feel very safe. They feel like they're in a comfortable space to come on and share anything that's on their heart or any tips that they're going to be able to get from either the speakers or myself to help them then exactly like you said, put them into action right away. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, very special space. And it doesn't end there, right? You have a community. uh, I think it's a Facebook group where people can stay connected so that you facilitate even deeper connections after the event. Yes, exactly. So there's an online Facebook group. They could reach out to me on Instagram. I'm also hosting rooms on Clubhouse. So it's really spread out a little bit everywhere, but there is a follow-up community where they could be a part of, where they're there to share, where they could share, you know, their information, anything that's going on about their business, anything that's on their heart. It's really, really a safe space. And like I said, my purpose for this, I'll be honest, there wasn't a big, it's not a master plan. It was just like, I want to bring people together. I want to find a way to inspire and bring impact and create the safe space. And that's what it's, that's what it is. I love that even without a master plan, you've got sponsors, you've got giveaways, you've got a full itinerary. (laughs) These things are organized. You can tell that you come from an event kind of organizing background because they are executed flawlessly. They are facilitated. The conversation is consistent throughout the event. I mean, it's really spectacular what you've been able to pull together. And even though it's not part of the grand master plan, I kind of feel like it might be evolving into something bigger. Yeah. Well, first of all, again, thank you. And I think you're right. So like now, you know, I come from an event marketing based life. This is what I was doing for a living when I was working kind of corporate agency. And it's kind of bringing all those skills together. And I agree with you. That's why I'm saying I'm just taking them month by month. However, I'm committed to doing this for the next year, no matter what. Mm. What I mean about the master plan is that where is this going to take me? I'm not quite sure. For me, this is a vehicle. This is a tool to bring people together. It is part of my business, even though I'm doing you know, other branding and Instagram strategy for clients as well and so on. But yes, um, thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. And I think it's such a testament to the value that you bring, not only to your clients, but to your network. And it's such a great example, especially in these times, people are, they're taking pause and really reassessing what they want to do, what they're meant to do. And I think it gives us like such hope that there doesn't need to be this grand master plan if you're operating from a place of intention. I absolutely love that. Actually, the word intentional is my word of 2021. So I want to be intentional. Yeah, with everything that I do. And that's actually what I want to show my community is that you don't need to have it all figured out from A to Z. Mm -hmm. You do not need. You need one idea and you need to take action. Taking the action will always, always override the fear, however anxious you are. So you don't need to know where the road is leading. And we say it all the time. It's cheesy, but it's really about the journey. It's not about the final destination. And you just need to kind of flow with it. Like you said, especially through these times where we're all forced to constantly pivot. And I actually think that it's teaching us so much. And I really hope that even though it's hard, I really hope that in years from now, we could all look back 
at this time where we're pivoting, where we're going through challenges and be grateful for the lessons that it has shown us. And especially if we're building a strong community as we're doing it, then we've got that support to lean on in the days where we don't feel like we can get through it or we don't know how. We've got those, you know, cheerleaders in our corners, those pillars of strength beneath us kind of pushing us forward, which is so important. Where can people connect with you to learn more about upcoming events, about everything you've got going on? I mean, you've been on some pretty fun adventures. Follow me on Instagram at Laura Wiseman. You could join the private Facebook group, which is the hosted by Laura Wiseman community. And you could check out my website as well. Wonderful. I will make sure to link all of those in the show notes. Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to be on with us today. Thank you, Sam. I am so grateful and honored to be on and I love your energy. So thank you for holding this space. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Catalyst with Samantha Chris. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I hope you're feeling a little more equipped to lean into the unknown and take inspired action.